welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slow L Y E L Y is E. So I would like to hijack one more time because no, I'm, I'm full of questions. You've today. used up your hijackion. My hijackion. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I've I've uh, been hearing about all these documentaries that you've been listening to lately. Which is bad because, like, when you watch one documentary, you're it's just fall hole. down the yeah the yep. endless rabbit hole. And, and you le- recently learned about a really interesting anecdote uh, regarding World War One. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, can you please tell me an anecdote? Sure. And I guess the reason why we're calling anecdote is because I watched it from one source, so I didn't do any facts checked. So I don't want to say this is fact. But someone spread this information out into the world and you learned it. Yeah, so it's so we're calling it an anecdote. So yeah, this anecdote is about World War One, and it's related to Queen Victoria mm-hmm. because that's during that time. Mm-hmm. And Queen Victoria has a grandson who is, uh, or she had a daughter who's also named Victoria, but they she goes by Vicky. And Vicky got married over to the... Is it called Tsar? No, Tsar is uh, Russia. What's it? Kaiser? To the Kaiser. I think it's called Kaiser, the, the emperor, the king, whatever. Mm-hmm. The Kaiser of Germany. Mm-hmm. So, oh, uh, spoiler alert, they're all related. The entire Europe monarchy, it's all related. It's a big family. They love each other very much. They do. So, yeah. <laughs> she she pretty much married her cousin or something like that. But they all do. Uh, so, Vicky married a German prince. Mm-hmm. I think at that time. Prince. And um, they had a son. And I forgot his name. We'll call him A. Prince A. I forgot his name. Prince A. So that who is uh, or who was uh, Queen Victoria's grandson and her first grandson, considering it's from her first daughter, right? Her firstborn daughter in a mm-hmm. way. And uh, so during pregnancy, during the delivery of Prince A, they uh, medicine was not as advanced as it is now, mm-hmm. and there's no such thing as anesthesia or anything like that. So Queen Victoria had a sort of like a remedy that she would do is to ingest chloroform. Is mm-hmm. is it called chloroform? The thing yeah. that that you... in like movies they put on a cloth and put yeah, over yeah, the yeah. nose and people pass out. So it's a chemical that like or fumes that would like sedate you in a way. Mm-hmm. So she had the brilliant idea of oh let me send my English physician over to Germany to help aid my daughter's birth process by giving her chloroform. Mm -hmm. And he ended up giving her too much. Was this a regular practice that they would give chloroform to the noble ladies? From the documentary, it says Queen Victoria was using it often during all of her childbirth because it seems to, like, help with the process. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, you're... You're out of it. (laughs) You're out of it, so you don't feel much of it, I guess. Mm -hmm. But so the doctor, this English doctor, gave it to her daughter, Vicky, a little bit too much to the point where she became sort of like 
really out of it incapacitated like she was not there to be able to push like part of the process at all so at that point the child needs to come out right and so the but when when it's time to deliver the baby they realize the baby did not turn meaning the head is now pointing outward yet Meaning often you need the the head to go out first or else the baby will suffocate and also the the limbs will not come out as smoothly. The limbs will flail everywhere, you know, and then that could like act as like a... Imagine you have a hole and then you have... A bunch of arms. And arms just holding back against the wall that is preventing you from slipping through. So it's not good. So the baby needs to turn. But since the mother is sedated... She couldn't help with that. So normally during that time, World War One, that's like in the nineteen tens, twenties, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. During that time, like the only way to help a mother in that situation is by doing a cesarean, meaning a C section, right? Mm-hmm. You would cut under in the lower abdomen, take the baby out, but since medication isn't too advanced normally the mother would die but then since this is probably from infection often it is from infection wounds not being treated correctly and things like that there's no such thing as antibiotics you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. or maybe there is but just it was at the borderline yeah so but you can't do that this is queen victoria's daughter she could be the future queen of germany you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. the doctor couldn't do that so what he ended up doing is he ended up delivering the baby by hand, meaning he reached inside her uterus and slowly pulled the baby out. So the baby went feet first because it didn't turn. So feet first, and at one point the baby's arm, which is Prince A here in the future, the baby's arm is a little bit tangled. And so... And there's no way... It's not like there's an ultrasound for you to look at it, you know? So the doctor would then force his hand in and trying to pull the baby's arm down with the legs. But by doing that, he sort of broke the nerve that attaches from the neck to the that arm. And so he damaged the nerve on that part of the baby. But they don't know about it until like several months later when they're like, why isn't the baby moving? Or weeks later, I think. Why isn't the baby arm moving at all? So during that process, the doctor pretty much dislocate, not dislocate, but like ruptured the ruptured nerve. the nerves there, and so it was an immediate thing. Not that they could have fixed it though, you mm-hmm. know. So the baby, of course, later on was born fine. Everything was fine, and then later on, a couple weeks later, a couple months later, I forgot the actual time frame. They realized. On the, the part between the, the arm and the, um, I guess the armpit part, there is a crease there. You know, there's a crease there. And then they started to look at it and they're like, the baby isn't able to move its arm at all. Like, it's just stuck in that point, at that point. And then that's when they realize the kid is now disabled. Now, to have a future king disabled with a disability, that's a no-no for these people, mm-hmm. right? And so, but they don't know what's causing it. They don't know it's a der- nerve damage because no one thought of that. And even if they did, it and wasn't... it's weeks later. They didn't it make wasn't the something... But even if they find out, I don't think it was something that they could do, right? It's not like they couldn't cut the, the neck open and reattach the no. nerve. Nerves is damage is done. Mm-hmm. 
So, but the fact that they don't know it's a nerve damage, they're like, what could go wrong? So they spent, this poor kid, they spent the next 12 years of its life putting him through just torture, I guess, in a way, through execution, like electric shot and execution. Not execution. <laughs> sorry. There's only one chance for that sorry, one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> execute, like, electrocution. <laughs> electrocution. They would shock the kid's arm mm. to get it like to try to activate the nerves or to excite it or something like that they would because he has nerve damage on the neck uh the neck the head is now often constantly leaning on one side because there's no nerves holding up that the head right mm-hmm. so then what they would often do is they would uh pretty much build a metal head brace that is attached from the waist it, there's it attaches to the waist then there's a metal rod that extended all the way up towards the head and the head is now suspended back towards the rod with like leather belts or like more metal like literally trying to keep the head the kid's head up and of course you know their entire the kid's entire 12 years is that mm-hmm. torture i mean for a kid who doesn't understand like why am i being tortured like this you know mm-hmm. just because i have an arm that doesn't work mm-hmm. like you know so that so this kid fast forward uh 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 so since since his mother vicky um saw this as like a bad omen on her part because she delivered her firstborn like this all of her other children end up are okay but this is supposed to be the heir the Mm -hmm. the the kaiser to the throne right um it she sort of like took it a little bit too far in terms of like trying to correct his arm his disability that it gets to the point where like they don't have a good relationship and he, the only, he, and the kid only has good relationship with his grandmother, uh, Queen Victoria, whenever he would go to England to visit during mm-hmm. the summer or whatever. So they have a good bond. But the kid grows up by 12 years old. It's like they stop doing all the torturing. <laughs> they realize it was not working. Yeah. At that point, there was nothing they can do. But so then he becomes an adult and then, uh, and then what happens, his grandmother died. Mm-hmm. So at that point, he's like, my only, like, my only... So so I think what happened before that was his dad ended up dying, the current, the current Kaiser ended up dying from cancer. And at that point, the... The English doctor, again, sent from England over... The same one or a different English doctor? I think doctor? it was... It's just a doctor from England. It's just England a doctor from the who England, is English. who the royal family uses. So sent over the kid's dad, who is the current Kaiser. Uh, he has cancer at that point, right? And uh, he ended up dying because they weren't able to treat cancer. Mm-hmm. And that, and so the kid always had this like, like Those grudge, doctors. grudge against these English doctors because he thinks that it's because of these English doctors that I'm crippled, I'm being tortured all these years. It's because of them that my dad died. That kind of idea. So he, so he, from the beginning, he already had like a prejudice, a prejudice against like England in a way. But mm-hmm. it was his grandma's love that sort of like held that in place mm-hmm. until his dad ends up dying. His grandma dies, and then 
his and so then at that point the only attachment he has left with England is his mom who's English ends up dying because of old age or whatever you know or she got sick within like months from her mm-hmm. mom dying so then at that point there's no ties anymore and so you know the kid is you know he went through a lot mm-hmm. so he's not like I wouldn't say like I don't think he's like the most stable of mine in a way mm-hmm. so after that happened he decides to rage war against England because mm-hmm. there's nothing left there's nothing to you know and he hated England right I keep switching between present tense and past tense. I don't know which tense to He's use. He's currently dead. He's currently dead. <laughs> I'm telling a story. Is supposed to be past tense, present tense? Or whichever you prefer. Whichever tense. Yeah, I keep we're switching. Either, we're either in that time and place and or, then it's present or you're telling as if it happened already. Up to you. <laughs> okay. Ah, it doesn't make it any... You can change it up. <laughs> anyway, so... He has no more ties with uh, England, mm-hmm. and at this point, he's—I don't know what what actually prompted him to do that, to like rage war with England, mm-hmm. but he ended up doing it. They sent yet another English doctor, and that was the so, last straw. <laughs> so, so, so at that point, he's already Kaiser. He's already the king, mm-hmm. and he is now raging war with England, who is his cousin. Mm-hmm. I forgot who's. Uh, Who's the emperor at that time? Let's go with uh, King B. King B. <laughs> Prince A wages war against King B. Yeah. So so that was a story. Another interesting uh, story that came around the same time, too, that I find really interesting is uh, it happened during part of World War Two. Mm-hmm. So World War One ended. Germany lost, you know. Um... Prince A went into exile. He he left. Uh, he left Germany. He was never able to return back to England because he raged war against his own country. I guess in a way, not allowed to uh, stay in Germany anymore. So he es- he escaped to the Netherlands or something like that, mm-hmm. and he died there. There were lots of English doctors there waiting for yeah. him. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. So another interesting story that I uh watch uh that is sort of related to this kaiser is that he has a cousin Mm -hmm. i mean they're all cousins right there's i don't i forgot what this kid's name again (laughs) Uh, so cousin c cousin c which is also a grandchild of queen victoria Mm -hmm. so cousin c i forgot what his problem was um why do they all have problems oh i so 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 um up until that point, like England, like the 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 queen or the king of England, mm-hmm. still carry their German last name because it came from Queen Victoria, whose husband Prince Er, no Prince Albert, was from Germany. So there's a town in Germany that is that last name, and that's their name. Mm-hmm. There, and then up until that point, they had to change it to like Windsor or like Cambridge, that kind of idea. But up until that point, they still had their uh, their German roots, right? So the cousin cousin B was it C cousin C <laughs> cousin C uh. 
So at that point, the person that was in charge of that town where Queen Victoria's husband or late husband was from, and it's like no longer there. So they need somebody to go there because that town is very precious to Queen Victoria. So they need to send somebody there and no one was willing to go to be there because everyone's grew up in England, you know, no one was willing to go. So they they forced Cousin C to go because he's like the the little third child the the little kid of the family that's always being bullied that kind of idea right so he was forced to go there to be part of that town and he becomes whatever whatever there with that title and so at that time his cousin prince a who is the Tsar or the kaiser at that point is now you know raging war oh still raging war yeah so they grow up together Mm what started to rage war against england so now this cousin c first was forced to go there i too hate english doctors now has is forced to fight his own uh country with his cousin because he's now considered german Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the Germans didn't trust him because he's English. But the English don't trust him because he went to Germany and is considered a traitor. So now he's in like this state where he's like nobody likes him. He's not a he can't do anything but still just to listen to somebody. So he has to listen to the German side because that's where he currently is, right? So he helped participated in that war, which they lost. And because of that, he's not able to go back to England because he's considered a traitor. Does he get to stay in Germany? He does get to stay in Germany. But then by then, I think by then later on, there's an, at that point, he didn't have any special power. A lot of his, the title got taken away. He is now considered like a normal citizen in a way. And then come rise Hitler. At that time, that was like one of the the rising power power at, in Germany at that time, and they saw this guy who has roots with England and the royal family and things like that. So Hitler promoted this kid, mm-hmm. cousin C, promoted this kid or promotes this kid to becoming like a general, or whatever, in their little thing, and and at one point he. He sort of like is in a way using Hitler as well because up until that point, no one is sort of like, I guess, care or value him until Hitler comes along. Hitler is valuing him, you know, sends him back to England as like ties, trying to get his cousins and trying to get like England to be on board with Germany, the whole, you know, the whole uh, Hitler thing. Um, It didn't work out in the end. Um, but he ended up being a very close supporter of Hitler. And in the documentary, in the end, he got trial for, um, for treasons and all the Hitler related stuff, right? And all the things against the Jews and stuff like that. But he claimed in a way, or the sources claimed that he didn't know or that he kind of knew, but then he didn't know seriously what Hitler was really after. The, the like, mm-hmm. he, he was like the main part, but then like say, sort of saying that like, oh, even though there were rumors that Hitler was doing all of these crazy things. I wasn't involved. I wasn't involved or that I didn't believe that Hitler was actually doing it. So he was dismissing all of these rumors. Mm -hmm. So then like sort of playing like dumb in a way, like, you know, 
But mm-hmm. I'm sure he knew. Right. But yeah, this poor kid, like, Queen Victoria, her her grandson, another grandson, like, so raised up Hitler. And yeah, that, that was another anecdote. So. so moral of the story, do not make enemies of your family. <laughs> like, uh, of yeah, don't make enemies because they're going to be inadvertently part of some world war. Not not good. Yeah. Yeah. Be friendly to people. <laughs> I think the moral of the story is that, like, be nice to people, man. Mm. Like, there, there's no point. And it sucks that, like, they are born into royalty and that they don't have any, um, like, rights over their own life. Like, mm-hmm. you are born... To be clear, they have many more rights than everyone else, so... I guess, I mean, I guess they could have just given up their title and live like normal citizen. Then mm-hmm. they didn't have to be forced into doing this. But because they enjoy the privileged life, I guess. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta but yeah. sacrifice to enjoy your privilege. But yeah, I left out a lot of details because at this point I can't remember. But pretty much cousins we'll raging wars against cousins and yeah. Yeah, we'll leave links in the show can notes. You, yeah, can you imagine like your cousin like just... Hmm. That's what happens when you make enemies of your cousins that are maybe also your brothers and sisters. We're not really sure. They might be your parents. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> I talked so much. We'll catch you next time. Bye.